Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. now for The Drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Mark Lieberman. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Guinness, Mark Lieberman. The phone lines are open for you here, 8150-939. That's the number if you want to give us a call, 3831-939 for the uh, UPS Jobs text line. If you want to hit us up that way, you are welcome to uh, to do so as well. Uh, I sent this story to, uh, to Diener and to Spencer and some of the other ones a little bit earlier, but this is kind of an amazing headline, Lieberman. Alabama station in disbelief after 200-foot radio tower stolen. (laughs) A radio station in Alabama, the story says, was forced to go silent after thieves stole their 200-foot radio tower and other equipment from a building, WJLX. A radio station sent a landscaping crew to the site Friday morning for spring cleaning, only to find the 200-foot metal tower gone. Like the plot for Ocean's 14. <laughs> it's like a David uh, uh, Copperfield trick, what? right? Yeah. I'm going to make this radio tower go. How in the world? No, I, I, I you got me, uh, you stumped me here. I have nothing. I mean, how does that happen? I mean, it has to, like, out in the middle of no, I, I have, I have, how far away can you see a 200 foot tower? That, they're like, what are they, I wonder why they're taking that tower down. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> like and it had to be disassembled, right? Yeah, but yeah, and what's the the, the you know the going rate for a, for a radio tower? Like, yeah, is that in high demand on the black market? Yeah, it fell off a truck. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? We're gonna have our own pirate radio station going on. Now. Uh, if you see one on uh, eBay or whatever, eBay still exists, right? In some I capacity, so. yeah. It's like MySpace. It says that when the crew member called the station's general manager to break the news, he was in disbelief. What do you mean the tower is gone? Are you sure you're in the right place? Which is a great question, right? <laughs> of course, I'm sure I'm in the right place. In, in some the, some way, it's protesting Saban. In some way, some that's, is that what it is? Yeah, I don't Nick know Saban why. literally took I don't everything. Know how I don't know even know how it connects, but somehow it's in protest of Saban leaving. I just hope some, none of our listeners get an idea to try to find our radio tower and take that down. Where is our radio tower? Well, we're, we're not going to tell everybody yeah, now. We can't tell anyone on air. <laughs> This Why is like not? in the Make remember back challenge. in the Gulf War. Do you remember this forever ago when they would be like asking them questions and it, they made a whole SNL skit out of it after a while, where it was like they just kept asking for sensitive information at these press that. conferences, I and the general's like, "We can't tell you that." I remember that. And that's all they would do. So that's all they would ask. It was very funny. 
Yes. <laughs> Eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine. That's uh, the number if you want to jump in here. We have been primarily uh, talking about uh, going back and forth between the Super Bowl uh, and Louisville. Uh, Losing a game, it both deserved to win and deserved to lose at the same time. Did a lot of things uh, that we like. Uh, there's no question that there's progress made, especially on uh, the offensive end. And I think with some individuals, uh, I've been pleasantly, uh, not surprised, but just I've been pleased with the emergence of like it's different guys on different nights on offense. Sky Clark, a lot of you were pretty negative about Sky in the preseason. Right, had injury, a little bit of an injury history, and you know, had left Illinois in the middle of the season. And there were a lot of folks who were like, well, we'll see if he even amounts to anything. I think he's been pretty good uh, overall for this team this year, even if it's the team is better with Tyler being the primary ball handler. But that's okay. He's a scorer. And yeah. and, and you're putting him, you're trying to fit him in as a, as a facilitator, and that's not him. You know, he's yeah. a guy that he can catch and shoot, he can drive. And he's shown that, and he's more comfortable playing off the ball. And, you know, I'm not big on, on, on labeling guys and just saying they're a number and they're a two or a three or four. You're a basketball player. But, yeah, he's not a guy that's going to be – he's looking for a shot. And sometimes he, he doesn't see things that maybe a Tyler sees. And right away, recognizing stuff coming off a ball screen and, and, and seeing the, the opening where he's kind of focused on, on, on scoring. And that's okay. You got to have those guys, guys that can get baskets, and and he does that for sure. It's funny, uh, Mark. I know you see this, but when you're you're you got a guy in your team who is, I mean, passing is like you got you really got to make guys do it, and you really it takes a lot of repetitions uh, and that sort of thing to sort of. But some guys just seem to have a vision. They they just have a. A sub, almost like a subconscious kind of awareness of where guys are and where they're going. And it, it always makes me laugh in a good way. Like it, I'm happy about it. When I see Tyler catch guys off guard with the ball, you know, where he's like, oh, I see an open guy and I'm getting him the ball. And you're like, how in the world did he even see that? Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes catches them off guard. They don't, they don't catch it well. But I love that he, he does just sort of seem to see what other people don't see uh, and, and delights in one of those unselfish things. This team needs way more of that. He enjoys getting the assist. He enjoys making that pass. And sometimes, you know, that's not always the case. And for him, you're right. It's, it's, it's innate. Um, you, you, don't, it's, it's, you don't teach stuff like that. You kind of know where guys are on the floor that you, you know, should trust. If you're, you know, you're driving on the baseline, there's a drift pass, there's going to be a guy in the corner. But with Tyler, like, it's immediate, like, you know, when you're saying, as a coach, you're screaming, hey, look at the post, it's too late. And yeah. you don't, it's, the words are barely coming out of your mouth, and he's already making that pass. And that's a sign of great point guards, and he has that. 8150-939, that is uh, the number if you'd like uh, to jump in here. We'd love to hear uh, from you. Uh, and uh, I think everything we are positively saying about what they do uh, as an offensive team now mean all of it sincerely. Uh, and all of it plus 1% more uh, can be said on the negative side about the way this team defends. Uh, and it's the, it's the, it's going to end up being the single biggest reason that there won't be a three, uh, a year three for Kenny is that these guys, they can only win one game right now. You know, there are lots of ways games can play out, uh, but Louisville can't win a low scoring game. Louisville can't win uh, a, a really uh, slow, disciplined game. 
But if you give them an up and down game, kind of an AAU, let's just, you know, open gym kind of game, Louisville can win that game. But so few teams are going to let you play that way and are, are, are willing to even try that. Uh, that style of play, especially these teams at the bottom of the ACC, Mark, where they know they've got to like manufacture everything. Uh, Georgia Tech's not going to let them do this. And uh, some of these other teams at the Boston College and Notre Dame, like they're going to make these teams, they're going to make them play a lot slower. Mm-hmm. I would uh, think, or try at least. Sure, and in different ways that you're going to guard Tyler moving forward, because you know, new on the scene as far as going maybe under on ball screens and making them shoot jump shots and and corralling him and and making other guys not letting him get a paint touch you know limiting those type of things if you're if you're prepping and scouting for for Louisville those are the type of things you're going to do hey we are we are going to make sure that Tyler is not going to get in the paint we are you know with, with Hatfield maybe doubling the post those type of things are what teams are are now looking at as they watch the film of the last couple games and We've talked about our fan base at Louisville. Look, the fans are educated. Yeah. As you're watching the games, it, it you know, the, the word fun comes out and excite, and it is when you're watching from the offensive standpoint. But again, it's just all encompassing. That's not a formula for success to win if you're just hoping to, you know, there's, we always preach this as coaches, you know, there's nights that you're not going to make. You know, every shot, there's nights that you're going to be off and defense travels. And that's something that you can always hang your hat on no matter what. You know you're prepared defensively that you can get stops and you can dig in and you're going to be able to stop what teams like to do if it's deny the initial entry pass and make them left-handed. That's what scouting does and that's what your your defensive disposition has. Because, yeah, it's the last couple games and, and... you know, even even before that against NC State and so on. But there's going to be nights when they're off and they're not shooting the ball well. And they can't allow teams to continue to shoot 50, 60 percent from the field. It's just it's impossible. Yeah, you're not going to beat anybody who's any good at all letting teams shoot that well. I mean, you you were in when we had Jeff Walls on. He's like, we got to exactly. get better as a defense. Yep. We're, the teams are shooting 42%. Do you, like, I would give anything mm-hmm. uh, for this team to, to make the other the opponents shoot uh, that poorly, and they, they really don't. Uh, and I've, I've, I've said this uh, as if I'm a coach, but I, I think it's right. It really seems like defense – is is the best litmus test for how well you can communicate and teach both like technique and the way it all kind of works together and getting guys to buy into the team concept because there's no like on offense you can get you can go like iso but there's no iso on defense right and like on offense you can give a guy the ball and be mm-hmm. like go cook buddy no you can't do that on defense to where you can appeal to the individualism of anybody you know, there's, there's, you know, uh, Coach Gordon Gibbons used to tell me, and, and he was a great coach at a Division two school in, in Florida Southern, just get really good offensive players and then coach the heck out of them on the defensive end, and, and you'll have a winning formula. And, and that's because you, it's rare that you get guys that come from programs in high school or JUCO that understand the nuances of what you have to do defensively. And then, yeah, that's the job from day one. And... Look, when I when I when I coached at, at at the places I've been, you know that was that was day one was always defensive principles. Rick Pitino, it's always defensive principle pr- 
defensive principles from day one because offensively you, you almost you don't these guys are really really good they're, they're gonna find a way to score they play when they're playing pickup games like you talked about AU they know how to create their own shots that they're they you know the dribble moves and and being crafty yeah all that all right how are you gonna get them to buy into what you want to do defensively and that's the that's that that is it that's the secret sauce and 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 and, and finding a way to get this group for this last half of the season. I mean, you know, and if it's just as simple as, like I said, just switching and, and just because what they're doing is not working and they've got to find something. They've got to just, you know, as, as a coaching staff, just say, hey, okay, this is, we've, we've got to figure this out. They've got to have a, you know, just a round table of just, you know, order the Chinese food, sit there. For, for hours upon hours and say, okay, this is our best way to be to just improve, even if it's just slightly defensively, and that will give them a chance. 81-50-93-9, that's uh, the number. If you want to try to jump in here, we've got about 10 uh, minutes left or so here before we turn you over to pregame coverage uh, of another one in a series of pretty big games uh, for Louisville women's basketball uh, tonight. So just leave it here. Pregame coverage at 530, tip at 6. Uh, should be a good one yet again uh, for this team uh, here at the tough uh, portion uh, of their schedule, whereas the men, I think, are, have sort of emerged on the other side of the, the real gauntlet on their schedule. The ladies are very much uh, in the midst of it. Let's get Kenny in here before we wrap things up here. Kenny, welcome into the drive, buddy. What's up? Hey, guys. I, I love – are you there? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, something's beeping. Uh, ignored. Uh, but anyway, I, I love what Coach Leaves just said. He talked – I once heard uh, Al McGuire say that, uh, give me shooters and I'll teach them to play halfway decent defense and we'll win most of our games. And I can still hear Al McGuire saying that when he was with Billy Packer and Dick Enberg. And uh, it just makes sense to me. Coach, uh, I appreciate listening to you all the time. Just keep coming on the show, okay? Oh. Thanks, Kenny. You're running out of you're running out of time. I had a great night last night. Well, I'm <laughs> sure you Bloody did. Mary's. Well, yeah. we both fell asleep, but <laughs> our parents are – I didn't have to deal with her father because she's in her 70s. <laughs> so it wasn't like uh, wake up little Susie. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. See you later, Kenny. I was good to hear from Kenny. He was the one that, that sparked the entire uh, Bloody Mary's conversation yesterday because uh, he had a day coming over and they were going to have Bloody Mary's, and I – Said I don't really care for those. I'm not a big Bloody Mary fan myself. Me either. Yeah. I don't need it. Don't like it. People order them on, on airplanes quite a bit. Yes, they do. Yeah. Why is that? I, I don't know. But I like I do like a screwdriver though. Yeah. Screwdriver's fine. Yeah. Spencer, do you have an opinion on screwdrivers? This if you don't so I was looking at the moment answering a phone okay. call, and I, luckily I heard you guys answer, talk about drinks because I was like, like the tool screwdriver. No, uh, I guess I don't drink. <laughs> Phillips that often, or straight so, edge? Yeah, which one do you want? Eighty-one fifty ninety-three now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess I haven't brought in my horizon with drinking. I'm, I guess, I, like I said yesterday, I drink like a Budweiser, but it's like once every like month or every other month. It's not that often I'm drinking. Did you a Budweiser? You called it that? That's pretty funny. Well, yeah, you got I've never heard another person do like I had a Budweiser. <laughs> well, you got mad when I said a beer yesterday. So <laughs> that's true. No, that's true. Here. You're right. He's not going generic. He's going specific, and he, you know, instead you're of right. Bud, you're right, Spencer. He goes full Budweiser. Fair enough. 
Let's get Patrick in here. Patrick, welcome into the drive on I Ten the Bill. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Um, I just want to say I don't think it's any accident or any coincidence that Louisville and Kentucky are real similar, where they they both offensively, hmm. uh, you know, are starting to score in the nineties on a pretty consistent basis, but can't play a lick of defense. I mean, yep. you know. Kenny learned his, you know, his, uh, deep, you know, his defensive philosophy through Cal, who historically, Cal's teams don't play good defense unless they have a, a, uh, a really good shot blocker defending the rim. So, you know, it, you can't really be surprised that this is what you're going to get. The only real difference is that Kentucky's got a lot more, you know, talent than we do this year. Therefore, they're winning more games. But defensively, they're, they're uh, identical. And uh, thanks, I'll, I'll hang up the list. Yep, appreciate uh, the call there, Patrick. It is weird uh, for Kentucky to be struggling defensively like they are, uh, c- considering how that was always the constant with them. And it's one of the main reasons I thought there was no doubt, like whatever Kenny brought here, that Louisville would be a good defensive team. And it's one of the, if not the single biggest shock of his whole tenure here is that they're so bad defensively when whatever you thought about what went on in Kentucky, they defend it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, over the last several years with, with Cal, with, with the young guys, yeah, he demanded, even with the, the young players, to understand. And, and with them, they were such good individual defenders. That was what he took pride in, is that they didn't help as much because they were so long and athletic. He 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 implored them not to get beat and so on, kind of like what Duke would do under Coach K, where you had so much athleticism that you didn't have to overhelp that those guys could recover so quick. Mm. Um, but with the with the players that we have at Louisville now, it's it's you know you're bringing a new group and, and like I said, that's like that's day one. That's day one is your defensive philosophy. You you know. And, and, and you try and instill that. You try and understand what you're going to do, because the offense. And if if this makes sense, it just it's easier to grasp some of those things because those guys can just make plays. They can just break you down sometimes, and you don't have to overcoach them, you know. And and I've talked a lot about this game is overcoached and undertaught, and you have to get the young guys to understand what it takes to be a collective group, um, and they don't have such athleticism or like what Kentucky's had but yeah it's just been it's been a struggle and I, I just don't think that you know what we have in in the Louisville situation is uh, a team that understands what coach Payne wants them to do let's get uh, Jesse in here next Jesse welcome into the drive buddy what's up hey brothers I, hey man. Uh, I tell you one thing Syracuse better be glad that uh, that they had that that zone in the back in their back pocket because that coach that coach is smart he saw tyler get into a rhythm and he he a couple of passes man where this guy he's like oh no we're not gonna have one of these 27 point games by this guy he's not gonna kill us and tyler had three or four uh he, he threw the ball away three or four times trying to get back into that rhythm against the zone he was trying to outrun it uh, before they could get set into the zone, and and each time that ball was snatched from him, because he didn't want he he wanted to get back into that rhythm again, and, and they weren't they they just weren't going to let it. I tell you one thing I did notice, 
Curtis Williamson, Williams or whatever, he can really handle the ball. And I don't know why we waste we waste minutes with, with, with pain when Williamson can really handle the ball. And I, I noticed that about him on the press the other day. I said, wow, this guy needs to play out front sometimes. And that, the zone surprised them so much that the game slowed, went from 100 to 70, uh, to 60. It was, it was amazing how, how it slowed down. And Louisville was not ready for it. And you're playing Syracuse. I don't know why you weren't ready for a zone. Appreciate uh, the call there, uh, Jesse. Thank you so much. I, I think at some point, Coach, we are going to see teams start game planning for Tyler. Like he's not going to get to continue to sort of just be a, a revelation. No, the caller made a good point. I mean, you're going to see some teams throw zones because it limits his paint touches. And we talked about teams going under on ball screens. Whatever you can do to really keep him out of the paint is what, teams are going to really strategize to do and if it means coming off the corners and so on um and as far as Curtis Williams I I think he's he's talented in space he's got a good step back and his you know he's tight with his handles as far as in the open floor and so those type of things that's going to be development but yeah I think he's again another one of those guys that's very skilled can catch and shoot so there's not a lack of offensive firepower that's not the issue I think the problem with Curtis Williams for me he really just wants to catch and shoot. And I need I need him to to put the fear of being able to put it on the floor and beat a guy more into people. I think the I think the the game plan with him is like he's going to catch and shoot it if you give him any space at all. Mm-hmm. Every single time. He's gonna have to get a little bit more well rounded. But this is a freshman we're talking about. This this is how this is exactly what we should be saying about somebody that's that's eighteen or nineteen years old. Here's a guy who has uh, some skills. Uh, and as something he's good at and some obvious deficiencies, we'll see how he, he develops. But it certainly seems like there's a lot to work with there. Yeah, and, and but there's there's always a role for catch-and-shoot guys. And if you can have – because he's got such good length and he gets his shot over guys, like, yeah, there's there's a future for him, uh, no question. I'm, I'm He's one of the guys I'm, I'm definitely impressed with. Um, but, again, you know, it was that situation that I talked about earlier where Sky Clark had to be two places at once, and yeah. he wasn't sure where the rotations were, and that's where these guys just get confused. That's where they just seem, like, out of sync and just really confused about what their assignments are on the defensive end. All right, one last uh, time. did want to remind you guys that before we wrap things up here, if you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet. On the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with the DraftKings same game parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. So you can stream together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Uh, or you can just do like in, literally any of the things that Fat Jack uh, just talked about here uh, a little while uh, ago. But all you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TheVille. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on the DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with promo code TheVille. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. you got to be 18 or older and physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms can all be found at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. This, uh, whatever happens in the Super Bowl, leaves uh, I... I just don't want there to be obnoxious uh, Brock Purdy versus Lamar Jackson 
uh, discourse that comes out of it. Uh, so I will go ahead and just lean into my Chiefs fandom for a week. That's <laughs> okay. what I'm going to do. All, all right. right. That is going to do it for us here. Appreciate all of you guys uh, giving us uh, calls and interacting with us here throughout. We'll turn you over to pregame coverage for Louisville women's basketball tonight. Tip at six. So just leave it here on 93 on the Ville. See you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.